Welcome to That Blind Guy Show. I'm your host, John Gee, and this is episode two, A New Challenger. You know, it's a really nice thing when you can just jump in your car and go to where you want to go or where you need to go. The problem is that if you're visually impaired, that's not really an option that you have. Today's show is going to talk about the challenges that visually impaired people face when getting to work or appointments or just going to meet friends. It's going to cover various aspects of uh, drawbacks of different transportation modes and talking or not talking, but asking for help from friends and family and some of the challenges that go there. Now, it's not going to go over everything in a lot of detail because we're going to save that for other episodes, but uh, it's just kind of going to kind of gloss over it. And I want to give people an idea of what visually impaired people have to face when they decide to kind of venture out into the world. Uh, some people don't have a problem with a lot of these things. Some people don't uh, have a problem asking for help. Other people like me uh, really kind of do. I don't like to ask for help and it causes me no world of problems or no end of problems. Um, but anyways, and yep, that's my phone again. I really need to learn to turn that off. Anyways, um, this episode's going to sound a little bit different beyond this intro because it was recorded on a different day. And uh, so, yeah, I will see you guys on the other side and enjoy the show. Let me go ahead and preface by saying a couple of things. All, everything that I'm talking about here. Uh, is coming from my perspective and so I'm gonna describe to you a little bit about what my perspective is and how I come to think the way I do about certain things. I live in Northwest North Carolina specifically in a little over in a city called Winston-Salem and Winston-Salem is part of a well network for lack of a better way of putting it of three cities Greensboro and High Point being the closest to. Winston-Salem does not have the best uh, public transit system and so so, and uh, other public transit options are getting better, but they're not great. So all of that said, that's where a lot of my perspective on this stuff is coming from. Let me also go ahead and tell you a little bit about my vision and what I can see. I am considered legally blind. What that means is that I can see, but I can't see all that well. My vision in my good eye is rated at 2200. My vision in my bad eye is rated at 2600. Uh, so my my bad eye is functionally dead, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it. So let's go ahead and break and break this down. Let's let's start out by talking about struggles uh, about going to work or about work. Period. Uh, when it comes to actually working, uh, visually impaired people have other considerations than just uh, the company that they work for. Uh, for example, earlier this year, I lost my job. And when I went to go look for other jobs, I had to keep the places that I looked within a pretty strict area. I could not leave Winston-Salem to, to work. And as a matter of fact, there were areas even of Winston-Salem that I couldn't uh, look for work in for the simple reason that I couldn't get to them. For some people, it would be, you know, somewhat fairly trivial. If you're fully sighted and you drive, it's a fairly trivial thing for you to get even to the most out, you know, the, the most remote parts of the city. But when you don't drive, when you can't drive, 
you have to look at things like is there access to public transportation would i be able to get a uh, a taxi to to get me there could i take uber could i take a lyft these are things that have to be considered so again using my example there were areas of winston-salem that i could not even consider looking for work in and looking in greensboro or high point was out of the question to to it, again using this as an example if i were to accept a job in greensboro then that would mean that i would have to spend roughly two hours uh, on a bus and that's one way uh, and even then i would still have to uh, also pick up an uber or a lyft to get me to the nearest bus stop so there's also the added expense there if i uh, took a taxi or ubered or lyft and, you know took a lift then i was looking at 70 dollars a day round trip and that's at the minimum there so like i said greensboro for me is out of the question most people if you're if you're fully sighted you're not going to necessarily consider this yeah driving to the next city over is inconvenient and a pain but a half hour commute is certainly better than a two hour commute and spending five dollars you know, to ten dollars a week on gas is certainly better than spending seventy dollars a day so that is you know that, that that's what we have to consider when we are even thinking about looking for work we have to consider those things when it comes to actually getting a job once you actually get a job you have to think about again getting to work how are you going to get there what are your options for getting there? If you have a, uh, a friend, a relative, a loved one, a spouse that can uh, pick you up, uh, can take you to work and then pick you up, then, then that's great. You're, you're golden there. That is between you and them. Uh, however, generally speaking, you also have to have a backup plan. Uh, in my situation, I am fortunate enough to be married to a woman who is very understanding about my uh, transportation needs. She will take me to work in the morning. Uh, unfortunately, she has to work herself, and so she's not able to pick me up and bring me home afterward. So then I have to consider how I'm going to get there. Buses don't run out to where I work. so. I have to take a, uh, a taxi or Uber or Lyft. And again, you have to consider things like timing. You have to consider things like expense. In this case, it's $10 a day for me to get from my job back to my house uh, at the end of the day. And this is just to one of my jobs. I, I actually have a couple, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I mentioned things like timing those things become incredibly important when you are visually impaired because again if you drive if you're capable of driving you can fine-tune your schedule if it takes you 20 minutes to get to work by car you can leave your house 30 minutes early and be just fine you know that builds in time for traffic and whatnot 
If you are visually impaired, it takes a little bit more planning than that. Uh, I work at a retail outlet here in, in Winston-Salem. And if I'm scheduled for a shift at noon, I have to be ready to go out the door uh, at 11 o'clock. And the reason for that is because I have to call a taxi or arrange a ride or whatnot. And I've learned the hard way that you can't always count on public transit systems or ride sharing services to run on time. And so you have to build in even more extra time than somebody in a car does in order to make sure that you get to where you need to go on time. Again, learn the hard way that when you don't build that in, you end up late and your bosses really don't like that very much. So, you know, you, you have to build in things like how much time you need, how much time. I mean, honestly, I've ended up getting to, uh, getting to work sometimes even 45 minutes early to, to a shift just simply because that's the time that I could get there. I'm usually early to appointments because, well, that's the time I could get there. And that's just the way that that goes. Along with all of the transportation stuff, you have to consider types of work that you can feasibly do as a visually impaired person. Now, somebody who is fully sighted, they have a lot more options because they don't have to worry about whether or not they can actually see well enough to do a particular job. Someone who is visually impaired, they have to consider that. How difficult is it going to be for me to do this job? Can I feasibly do this? And we're not talking about things like reasonable accommodations according to the ADA. We're talking about, can I physically do this job? Which, again, if you're fully sighted, these are things that you generally don't have to consider. But, you know, there it is. So, yeah, there are a lot of things that come along with the, with the territory of being visually impaired that are a little bit different than uh, than what most people would experience. I don't, you know, I don't want these uh, podcasts to seem like they're uh, rants or me complaining because I'm really not complaining. I'm trying to help people understand some of the struggles that people who are visually impaired have to uh, have to account for and have to deal with. Um, in future uh, episodes, we're going to talk about things that I wish people understood about being visually impaired. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about some of the events that have shaped my life and the person that I am around my visual impairments. And we are going to talk about, of course, relationships, dating, and all those kinds of fun things that are probably going to be really, really uncomfortable. But as I did last time, I invite any, everyone and anyone to become part of the conversation. Um, if you want to be on the show and contribute to it, then please either hit me up on Twitter or on Instagram or send me an email and uh, we can make arrangements for that. If you have questions or if you have comments, I welcome those. Okay, so it's John from the future again. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope you found it somewhat informative. Um, just to let everybody know, we are now uh, in the process of getting placed on every single conceivable podcatching platform that there is. So we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're going to soon be on Stitcher and TuneIn and all of those sources. 
So you'll be able to find us wherever you listen to podcasts. So please subscribe. Please give me comments. Please give me ratings. We definitely love it. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram and all those kind of fun things if you want to see what I'm up to. And we will catch you next time.